Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, live and direct from California, Mike Hawes, the voice of the Saints. Mike, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Uh, Deuce said the weather was perfect out there, and uh, you would figure that uh, you got a hurricane out in the Pacific. Yeah, I don't think I've ever come to Southern California and sat in, in my room and watched the Weather Channel, uh, and that's exactly what I'm doing now. And if I see Jim Cantore, I'm going to punch him in the face. Uh, so yeah, it's it's beautiful here, but yeah, we're watching. It is a you know it's a freak of nature really yeah. to have a a storm of any kind, tropical in nature, come up the West Coast. And so really, the question is going to be when, how much I think. By the time it really gets here, it's going to be really a lot of rain and, and some wind. The question is Sunday into Monday. But, yeah, it's just, it's, it's you know, that being said, today, as Deuce said, was, was perfect. Tomorrow is supposed to be perfect. Saturday, perfect. And then it becomes a bit of an unknown. Um, SoFi has a roof. But, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, what are the odds that we would get here and watch the weather change? Yeah, because usually <laughs> when they have a hurricane in the Pacific, uh, it can hit Cabo San Lucas, uh, you know, if you look uh, where that's located. And then it kind of veers off into the Pacific Ocean and then obviously go towards Hawaii, where they were dealing with. But never like uh, uh, the, uh, the stream along uh, the coast of California. Now, it has happened, but few and far between. But. Hoss, when you were watching uh, practice today, uh, well, what was your impression? Because uh, what I like is that, okay, if you have uh, a practice where you can get a lot done, in other words, there's like pros versus pros you're not worried about. Now, do said they were a little feisty on special teams that maybe uh, some could break out as far as maybe a little extra uh, pushing and shoving uh, because, you know, those guys on the back end, they're trying to make an impression – and show that they can be a gunner or whatever it might be. But uh, what, what was your take overall, how the, the practice was conducted and what you witnessed? I think if, if you would have, have pulled both, both head coaches and said, script out how you want this practice to go, this would have been it. It was the most quick, efficient. Both teams ran a ton of play. So, Deuce kind of flipped back and forth. Jeff stayed with the Saints offense, Chargers defense. I was with the Chargers offense, Saints defense. And there was just, you know, one-on-one, seven-on-seven, 11-on-11. And in between, there would be these five-minute breaks of special team and, and hydration. But it was it was just efficient. There was not – I didn't see uh, – I have to check. No significant injury that I saw anybody get stay down or get taken off. The Saints were running – a pretty uh, fast pace, not hurry up, but that kind of same kind of motion that we saw on the first drive against the Chiefs. And it was just, man, they just got a ton done, whether that's weather-related, whether it's not. But there was not a lot of flags. There was not a lot of stoppages. And so both teams, I would think, both head coaches would say that is they've got a ton of of tape to look at because there were so many plays of, of team drills for on both fields, 
So it was about as good and efficient as you could ask for for a joint practice. Now, uh, uh, who would be maybe uh, a player? Or not, now, what you say you were watching uh, the offense or the defensive side, the Saints uh, uh, defense, or what were Saints you watching? Defense. So you were watching the Saints defense. defense. And, and uh, that's where Dennis yeah. was. That's where Coach Allen was today. He's right. right, right. And, 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 so, uh, and, and so the question I have for you and uh, to me, I'd be extremely disappointed if our pass defense didn't hang with the Chargers, even though they got the likes of Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Because we were number two deep pass defense in the NFL last year. I don't care if they got Justin Herbert and all that. So my understanding that uh, not really getting exploited in any big plays, maybe you can look at underneath uh, stuff. But uh, but the you know. red zone stuff, Mike, right, right, right. I think so what that's so key in the NFL. Okay, I'll give you up a field goal. I just won't give you up a touchdown. I think that that's a big thing in the NFL today. Teams are going to move the football, but I don't want to give you up that touchdown. Yeah, if you, if you bend but don't break uh, yeah. kind of uh, strategy. Right. They talked about that after, that that was certainly a plus. Now, they were not as thrilled with their two-minute offense, but that red zone, that defense rose to the occasion, right? It would have been more, way more field goals than anything else. I thought that the middle of the line is continuing to impress that being Nathan Shepard and Colin Sanders. Malcolm Roach was a stud against the run today. Um, also, Alante Taylor made about six passes knocked down now they weren't always he didn't have his head turned all the way but if the receiver got his hands on it he knocked it out or he was just in the way of the receiver so he couldn't make the catch there were uh, officials there and no flags so i thought uh, taylor had a phenomenal day i was also kind of curious to see what they were going to do with linebacker so first team mostly it was pete warner and nephi sewell because while davis was here he was off to the side working out but you can also see him starting to work Jalen Smith a little more into things. And I thought Isaiah Foskey and Peyton Turner both had strong after or strong morning for us. Uh, Foskey knocking down a pass at the line. He's gonna, that, that's going to be a real attribute for him, his size and the ability to knock down balls at the line. And for Peyton Turner, it's really just more of the same. Keep doing what he's doing. He's putting pressure on the quarterback's. Stuff that you would say, all right, that's a sack. The play continues, but we really know it was a sack. But, man, Alante Taylor, Malcolm Roach, Shepard, Saunders, Foskey, Lattimore. I mean, what what, they'll, what somebody will focus on will be, okay, well, there was a strip. Lattimore picked it up, would have been a scoop and score, and DeMarco Jackson had an interception. So, But you're just seeing more and more of this Saints defense going after the football, going after the football. Uh, or that's been a big deal for Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator, and you're seeing it. Now, uh, you know, Hoss, they were outstanding, uh, obviously putting up the numbers, and that being on the back end because, uh, you know, they take reps just like the first group, backup linebackers. Uh, you look at Ryan Connolly, uh, Ty uh, uh, Summers, Anthony Orgy. I mean, you look at all those guys. Uh, Callahan. Uh, you know, uh, because we need to replace Andrew Dowell. So uh, where's your take? Uh, because if you look at the numbers, we, we Connolly, he led the team in uh, tackles for, against the Chiefs, pass defended, uh, tackle on special teams. But how, how did those guys, because that's the depth of your team, and, uh, you know, you might want to plug and play. And the reason why I say that's important, because at this time last year, we weren't talking about Caden Ellis. 
All of a sudden, Pete Warner gets hurt. Caden K- Ellis goes in the game and he kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, so, Mike, the thing is with Ryan, in the story with him is, okay, you draft him out of Wisconsin and he was going to be a backup special team. All of a sudden, he's as a rookie, and then he's had one injury after the other. He looks to be healthy today, and I think, you know what? He's the biggest surprise for me in training camp on defense. I think – and what's impressive to me, and I've, I said this during the game, I don't want to become – too much about this, but the same thing. But if you go back to his first four games in 2019 as a Giant, right, he wasn't expected to be a starter. No. He not only is a starter, his first four games, 20 tackles, 10 sacks, I mean, 10 solo, one and a half sacks, one interception, two passes defense, two tackles for a loss. I go, that's in four games. That's a playmaker. A not, right, not suspected to start, boom. Uh, you know, ACL, done. And since then – He's just been fighting uphill to get back. And to me, he looks like the real deal. He's got his speed. He's got that same kind of athleticism. You know, so I you look at – I feel like Ty Summers, to me, while he's made some plays, is going to be a special team. But I do believe there's a big battle with Nephi Sewell and with um, – Ryan, Ky- Ryan Connolly? With Ryan, Ryan Connolly. And, you know, Zach Bond, I think – is kind of maybe going to have to really show some some stuff, which he has. But I feel like, gee, it's, the onus is on him more than it's on a Connolly um, at, at this point, just from, you know, uh, an amateur's viewpoint of watching this. But if Connolly can get back to any close to where he was in 2019, there's a ton of upside. And we haven't even talked about Jalen Smith, who brings that experience to that position. The other thing, too, is Ryan's not a small linebacker. Okay, in today's world, yeah, these guys are 225, around 230. Take a look at Ryan. He's no small guy playing that linebacker position. Right. He's 6'2", right? From, you know, there are a lot of ties, 6'1", uh, Sewell, 6 foot. So you're right. He, he brings a little bit of, of size there, and he's really impressed me Um just from a, from a standpoint of what he was and how hard he's fought uh, to get back here. But I just think, and this is what Dennis talked about, that when you lose who they lost in the interior with Anya Model and Shy Tuttle, and, you know, he said, well, I think not only are we, we are as good, maybe a little better with a Nathan Shepard and a Colin Saunders because they have a little more athleticism. And that's what we have seen I saw it today, and I saw it some against Kansas City. They just have a little more athleticism vertically or horizontally to, to do things other than just be kind of in this middle trying to, you know, stop the run. And I think they have been very impressive. So with Foskey, though. Uh, he just he just kind of has a knack for being around the football. You know, uh, Hoss, what I'm looking at, um, and this is a good thing, and I told dudes this, that because um, it has to continue. Uh, the Saints had one of the NFL's best pass defenses last season. Uh, you look at the secondary. Um, I, I would say the deepest unit uh, on the team. And it seems like uh, going against different competition that that was the case again. And you going against uh, pretty stout guys in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and you look at Justin Herbert, that, you know, uh, sometimes the quarterback will take what the defense gives him, but not just getting tart. You know what I mean? Like, because I've <laughs> – 
<laughs> when this practice is like, damn, we'd have gave up like five or six bombs today. But that was not the case, and that's very encouraging. That looks like our secondary is going to build upon what they did last season and might even be even better. Now, you got to have luck with health and all that, but that's very encouraging. Okay, all of us have done this for a little while. Is this not the best cornerback group ever I think in Saints history? Ever. I mean, I, I'm not sure, Cole. No, no. I, I, I mean, I think top to bottom, it is the best. It's, it, it, if it's not, it's right up there. Because then you start doing generational, right? You have to go right, right. pretty far. <laughs> you, you know, you're not, you're not talking about the, 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 t- the five guys five years ago. You got to go back a ways. But you're right. When you throw in, when a, you got a Paulson or Debo fighting with Alante Taylor to try to get playing time to get out there with the starters, they've just been a much better group safety-wise. You know, Marcus Mays made some plays, and Tyron's made some plays. And there were times last year when I wasn't sure Tyron just, you know, didn't look like it, you know, you could see some age on it. I feel like the second half of the season and what I've seen this far, maybe it was just really him getting into the system a little more because he's been enormously impressive at safety. Uh, back there with uh, Ben Hugo Amati as well and Marcus May. Now, uh, you know, Hoss, when I look at, you know, because we want him to be like NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, now, that being Mike Thomas, my understanding, what I've read so far and all the reports, is that uh, Mike Thomas uh, showed a lot of promise. You know, because we want him, he don't have to be the number one guy, but he has to contribute at a high level to help our offense move the sticks. You know, first down, Saints, and we're moving, and then he's making plays. It seems like he had a pretty good outing against uh, the Chargers' uh, defense. He just looks – his routes, and I watched him the first probably 40 minutes before we changed fields, his routes, his speed, everything looks good. He doesn't look like he's slow or slowing. He looks hard. He's running fast. And, yeah, I just – you know, if he can stay healthy, because this is what we saw in training camp last year. He was a little hampered, but when we got to the beginning of the season, I mean, if we, would anybody not take Mike Thomas for the three games that he well, put on he, the board? He helped us beat the Falcons. Falcons for sure. I mean, come on. on. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, you know, you were calling that, Hoss. I mean, come on, look at those right. contested back shoulder catches. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. I mean, you know, so he's, he's on pace, you know, for, for 30 touchdowns. I just – it's like – but the injury – the injuries with Mike are never something that would keep him out three games. It's always, you know, season-ending detrimental. That was the other thing. We saw Kendra Miller running at practice today. And if, I, if, you'd have, if we'd have made a bet on Monday whether Kendra Miller was going to be with the team, more or less running practice today. You'd say he's Thursday, back in New Orleans. <laughs> I, would have, I would have bet a ton of money. And lost badly. He looked fine. He had a little elastic brace uh, on his knee, but for the most part, um, you know, just the fact that he was out there and all most of the guys that are injured that could play, Cesar Ruiz, uh, Demario Davis. They even brought Andrews Pete. Even we had a, a, a right. listen, an a siding. A, a siding of Andrews Pete. <laughs> right. They were working out on the side, but not, I think, kind of a question mark to me at this point as we get deeper and deeper is no Rashid Shahid, uh, still no Traquan, and we had no um, Bowden. So like who if 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 
Shahid's injury lingers. Who's the kick returner for this team? The team lists nobody. I would say Lynn Bowden Jr. Uh, If Lynn's healthy... That I uh, think he'd be, uh, but uh, man, you, I, my concern too is Kirk Merritt, and I was—that's the question. Uh, did he work out? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He, he, he needs to. He needs to play. He, if he plays, because come on, it, it, out of sight, out of mind. He, listen, when you're young and trying to make a team, you got to be available, or they go in a different direction, out of sight, out of mind. Uh, look, look at Lynn Bowden Jr. Uh, the production he had. He wasn't here today. He, he didn't practice today. That's what? what he was saying. He didn't practice today. Lynn didn't, didn't practice. practice. And he averaged 15 yards a uh, punt return against right. the Chiefs. Come on, Lynn's fighting for a job too yeah, now. You, you he ain't be nothing av- given. You got to be available. Come on. Yep, they had John Trey, they had Ugo, and they had uh, Adrian Fry, the rookie out of <laughs> Texas Tech, returning kicks today. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. I know we'll be talking to you over the next couple days. And uh, stay safe and uh, hope you get your luggage. All right, Hoss. I did get my luggage. You did? Oh, you finally finally got your luggage. Finally. Well, well, that's great, Mike. Hoss, I want you to tell on Deuce. I know he's on the golf course, right? (laughs) (laughs) I can confirm nor deny. (laughs) Okay, we know the answer. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it, bud. That was Mike Hoss, voice of the Saints. We'll be back with our triple option feature right after this break here on the Big 870. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.